Welcome to the Worthy Bitch Podcast, the place where we discuss all things self-worth so we can stop living life as a victim and start living life on purpose. My name is Autumn. I'm your host and the creatrix of the Worthy Bitch. I am so excited that you have made the decision to embark on your Worthy Bitch journey. Now let's dive into ourselves. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Worthy Bitch Podcast. Today I want to talk about something that I will refer to as a touchy subject. What's new, right? I think this is a touchy subject for many people. As a matter of fact, I've never met one single person who does not have an opinion on this. And believe me when I say that I like to talk about all the deep, deep with all the PPs, okay? Especially the ones that are actually into talking about the things that I have to say or that they're actually willing to listen or they will talk back and have conversation. That's pretty cool. Now, when I talk about this little tiny baby thing that is just like the giant purple elephant in the room that nobody acknowledges but everyone knows is there and it could stir up trouble at any instance, this thing is called trust. Just that simple thing that most of us leave behind in our childhoods only to be heard from when someone does what? Breaks it. Oh, that's right. That sneaky little devil that rears its nasty head in the most convenient, most inconvenient of times that can ruin everything in a single moment. And all it has to do is whisper in your ear and then you become putty in its hands. But the reason I want to talk about this today is because I was doing a little meditation on my ovaries and I received an amazing download about how trust is the catalyst for most things in our lives. Why was I meditating on my ovaries? Backstory. Other than just to connect with them in my womb space. I have been battling PCOS for several years now. Diagnosed back in 2017 with a single cyst the size of my fist on my right ovary. Yeah, the size of my fist. Of course, doctors wanted to operate immediately, and due to the shock that I was experiencing from the diagnosis, I agreed. Long story short, the cyst was benign, which is non-cancerous, and I got to keep both of my ovaries, which we were not sure about before surgery. However, the universe is not to be fooled, my friend, or ignored. And of course, they returned tenfold within a year. After being put onto hormones, aka birth control pills, that made me feel psycho within the first three days. No offense to you psychos out there. I phoned my doctor, not the same doctor that did the surgery and then immediately dismissed my reoccurring pangs as healing pains, quote unquote. This doctor had been my mother's OBGYN for over 20 years, the new one that I was calling, and had delivered all three of my siblings. I phoned to inform them that my body was not reacting well to the treatment that they had provided, and I requested that we try another option. No answer. No return call. No email. No fuck you. I received no response from this doctor for about a week-ish. I was about to give up and look elsewhere, which looking back now probably would have not have been a bad idea. But I decided to call one more time, and to my great surprise, I got an actual human on the phone. <laughs> Granted, not the kindest of humans, but I mean, that's not for me to judge. I informed her of my several attempts 
to reach someone from their office. And then I told her about the reason for my call. She put me on hold and she went to the speak to the doctor, or so she said. After about five minutes passed, she picked up the phone and said plainly, he said to stop taking them. I was so confused. He told me during our visit that this was a plan A, and if this did not work, then we would need to consider possible, yeah right, possible, surgery. I quickly informed her of my previous conversation with the doctor. Well, but he said that we would try hormones, and if this didn't work, then we might need to do surgery. Okay, would you like for me to transfer you so you can schedule your surgery, she replied. Uh, what in the actual F? U C K. I I I was mind boggled. I guess I shouldn't have been, but I trusted these people. I came to them in a time of need and I trusted that they would do everything that they could to assist me in my health. I was wrong. I realized in that moment that nobody was going to have my back in this fight but me. And it wasn't actually until about two years later that I would discover that even that was a lie. Until today, in fact. As I lie on the floor with my legs propped up comfortably on the couch, I close my eyes and I bring my awareness to my breath. A soothing practice that is way underrated if you ask me. Then I began to speak gratitude and love into my womb space. I continued to speak into and connect to my womb space for several minutes before deciding to ask a question. Why do you hurt? Okay, I have to give a little bit of a backstory here too. Most of the time when I communicate with my with this part of my being, I just yell at the cysts. Get out of me right now. You are not welcome here. Please leave. And many variations of the like. So this was new for me. Why do you hurt? I repeated. Then I noticed myself thinking that phrase over and over faster and faster. Why do you hurt? Why do you hurt? Why do you hurt? Why do you hurt? So I finally had to step in and be like, would you shut the front door already? I'm trying to listen over here. You silence. I listened to my womb. For probably the first time in my entire life. I connected with her on a deeper level than I knew that I could. I held her in my heart the way a mother rocks her baby to sleep. And she cried through me. She told me I was holding on to too many things that I was not aware of. I was holding on to guilt and shame that I could not see because I had dressed them up as anger and resentment. It became clear to me in that moment of release where I actually became physically nauseous as an effect of the release. It became clear to me that I did not trust myself. Not only did I not trust anyone else, on the planet, I did not even trust myself. I had turned my back on myself because I did not approve of the mistakes that I had made in my life. I became my own worst enemy when I felt guilt for not living up to my own expectations and then punishing myself for being so stupid. I became a divided individual, internally divided by guilt and shame disguised as anger and resentment. Truth be told, I was angry about certain choices I had made. I did resent myself for not becoming who I thought I was supposed to be. I acknowledge that anger. I acknowledge that resentment. Because it is valid. 
and it is important and it deserves to be seen. I told that anger that it did not have to be angry to protect us anymore. Then that anger showed me what it was really protecting. Guilt. Deep guilt that had been collected over a lifetime. I'm talking laminated, categorized, locked away in a safe and throw away the key deep. So I looked at that guilt and I gave myself grace in that moment. I told myself that every choice I had made, as well as every experience that I got to be a part of, was necessary. I know, I know, cliche, right? Wrong. One, because it was true. And two, because I had never believed myself before. I was all like, oh, young one, you must accept all things in life as necessary for your evolution, and you will become clear once you surrender to what is. Then I'm over here like, oh, okay, sure, whatever you say, oh, wise one. Whatever that means anyway, rolling my eyes. But this time, I really believed it in my soul. I believed it deep enough, deep enough to reach what had been held down in that deep for so, so long. Okay, now it's resentment's turn to get a little taste of the action. And resentment is like the chameleon of emotions, in case you haven't noticed. It will pretend to be anything and everything other than what it actually is. Resentment be all like, no, 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 you got it all wrong, honey. You don't actually resent your husband for not remembering to put down the toilet seat again. And so then you fell in again. Well, the actual problem is, is that you married an imbecile in the first place that doesn't respect you enough to put the damn seat down so you don't fall in. He is so inconsiderate. It's like he doesn't even care about you at all. You should have never even married him to begin with. And so on and so forth. Resentment, that sneaky bitch. Sucked down the rabbit hole of vict victimhood where the only way out is through the same door you came in. You never get anywhere by going into that hole. You will fall and flip and spin and go in a million circles and exhaust yourself only to realize that you are still exactly where you started. So I pulled resentment in and I gave the acknowledgement that was way overdue. I see you. You are heard. I appreciate you. I thank you. I forgive you. I love you. Always. Resentment come in all like, wow, thank you so much. I didn't even know that I wanted to be seen and appreciated, but now I know. And I have something to tell you. The reason why I try to wear the masks of other people's emotions and fly under the radar is because I don't want you to know what the real problem is. Well, what is the real problem, resentment? You can talk to me. You know, me and resentment. We go way back. The real problem is that I am so ashamed of myself and not being able to be perfect. I feel like a failure. I feel like... You are ashamed of me too, and that gives me even more shame. And it is so heavy, and I just don't want to carry this burden anymore. Of course, I had to take a deep breath after hearing that. All of my anger and resentment is actually just guilt and shame. Talk about an eye-opener. We're talking about the same anger and resentment that I didn't even know was there to begin with, let alone the guilt and the shame that was hiding underneath it. But truth be told, I stopped trusting long ago. 
I'm sure it all started with my my father and then it snowballed into all areas of my life, ultimately crippling myself in the process. I realized in that moment that I do not have to hold on to that anymore. I did tell resentment and shame that everything is okay. But the main thing is, I believed it. I chose to trust myself. Probably for the first time in my adult life, for sure I know. I chose to see my past as a beautiful blessing that has taught me so many valuable lessons about this existence and what it means to be me. Some, if not all, of my most trying times, the things I considered to be my greatest mistakes, my biggest downfalls, downfalls, and complete setbacks were actually the fairy dust I needed to help me fly. Literally, my training to help me excel down my path of purpose way faster than I could have ever imagined. Not a setback. A set up for success. Not a mistake. A redirection. Not a downfall. An uplifting towards What is best, not just okay. So I challenge you today to look at the areas of your life where you feel that you carry your anger and your resentment and dive into that. Acknowledge the feelings and ask them what they want to teach you. Why are they here? And then just listen. Do not force. Surrender. After all, we all must learn to feel to heal. I repeat that. We all must learn to feel in order to heal. You might just be surprised by what you hear when you decide to listen. Devote yourself to yourself. Devotion is a powerful practice, and you are 100% guaranteed to see results. Think about that. 100%. How many things in life are 100% guaranteed for results? I know a lot of things say they are, but how many actually are? Devotion to yourself is the only, I repeat, the only way you will transform and create the life of your dreams. This is a challenge of trust and devotion to yourself. Devoting to trust yourself. Devotion to trust. Do you trust yourself enough to heal yourself? Do you trust yourself enough to heal yourself? Let that sink in. Thank you so much for being here today. I love being able to share things about really deep stuff of my being that a lot of people don't really want to talk about. I think it's super important for us to be more transparent and vulnerable with each other so that we can learn from each other in order to truly heal. I think it's the only way that we're going to raise the vibration of the collective on this planet is to really connect with each other in this way and to be open. So I thank you for being here. I thank you for being open. I thank you for being transparent. And I thank you for being vulnerable. 
And I thank you for being unafraid of what that means for you. And I thank you for being a catalyst in the transformation of the the raising of the vibration of the collective of this planet. Without you, it's not possible. I thank you. I see you. I love you. And if you loved this episode, I would love if you could leave me a review on iTunes or you can find me on Instagram at The Worthy Bitch or YouTube at the same handle. My email is theworthybitch at gmail.com with a period instead of an I in the word bitch. So that is theworthyb period tch at gmail.com. And stay tuned for my website that is currently in the making. I love to connect with you and hear from you. And I look forward to meeting you very soon. Have a great day, chicasita.